Welcome! The Think, Feel, Do Wellness Podcast is all about connecting the mind, body, and spirit. My name is Trina Chabot, and I love to share ideas and information that will help you plan for holistic wellness as you age. Thank you for joining me. This is Trina. Have you ever heard the expression, it's all downhill after 35? In this episode, we're going to talk about the desire to be well as we age. For me, it was downhill at 39. I was marking papers with my legs crossed and papers on my knee for about three hours. And the next morning, I couldn't even walk. Several weeks later, I decided I needed to go to the doctor. Well, he took x-rays, but he couldn't see anything. So he suggested I try physio. A few sessions of physio, and the physiotherapist said, I'm going to refer you back to your doctor. Well, I probably should have done that, but instead I tried some other things. I went for acupuncture for a few sessions. It had worked for me before, so why not? But that didn't work. So I thought, let's try massage because that had worked for me too in the past. Well, the massage therapist said that because I had pulsating nerves going through my buttocks, that something could be out. It was a piriformis issue, but the thing about the nerves pulsing when I moved or when I would go from sitting down to standing up, I would have to just wait for them to settle down. Something was wrong with that. She thought that a chiropractor might be able to help me. Well, few visits at the chiropractor and there was no progress there either. In fact, I think it was probably worse. By this point, about five months after that initial doctor's visit, I was in such pain. I couldn't even put weight on my one leg. On my left leg, I had sciatica. Couldn't even walk down the street. One day, I was just sitting there sobbing. And my husband looks at me and says, what's wrong with you? And I said, well, I'm in so much pain, I don't even know what to do. So he suggested that I went back to the doctor. Well, I walked into the doctor's office. I don't think the doctor could believe his eyes. He immediately referred me for an MRI and also to the pain clinic, as he could tell I was struggling. In his office, I couldn't even sit down. I was just kind of hunched over and leaning against the wall. So the visit to the pain clinic and for the MRI would take a couple months. So while I was waiting for those, he loaded me up with some T3s for the pain. So during that time, while I was waiting to get results from these tests and so on, I'm on different types of drugs from the pain clinic and from the doctor and just really feeling sick to my stomach. No one wants that, right? To be on medications like that. Well, in the end, I found out that it was a herniated disc and I might need an operation. That looks like it's the only thing that could help because what had happened is the disc had broken open and the material from it was pushing on my sciatic nerve. So they do a lumbar discectomy and it's uh, kind of an easy surgery, I guess, but you have to get put out for it. But they make a small hole in your back and they just go in with tweezers and pull it off. Well, it worked, and after 13 months of that chronic pain, I was fortunate enough to be helped with surgery. 
you know, only about 15% of back problems are fixed with surgery. So I do feel very, very lucky. Before the surgery, I had zero quality of life. You know, being sick on medications, having to tip around and not put pressure on my one leg. It was horrible. So I really do understand chronic pain. I don't think you can understand chronic pain if you've never had it. It's quite bad. <laughs> so the nerve damage from sciatica mostly recovered over the next few years. Probably like two or three years I could kind of sit again and um, I wasn't in constant pain and I can feel my toes again. So I decided that I needed to remain active to keep walking, to keep that lower back pain away. Because that MRI showed that I have other bulging discs too and I don't want another re-injury. So I also bought a stand-up desk to work at so that I'm not sitting all day hurting my back. So I was managing, but I never got back to the kind of life I had before, you know, back to sports and that because, and even, even golf, baseball, those kinds of things, because the twisting action, I'm worried about re-injury, right? You know, bad backs do run in my family, but I can't blame that. I should be strengthening my core and looking after myself better. So fast forward a few years later, I had some irregular bleeding now. And it was obviously not normal for me. So after a few repeat occurrences of this, I booked an appointment with my doctor. She immediately referred me for an ultrasound. And a couple weeks later, I was back in her office for the news that I had fibroids all over my uterus. She referred me to a specialist and she would talk about my options at that meeting. So at our first meeting, she was explaining to me what was going on when she's looking at my ultrasound. I'll spare you the gory details. <laughs> so I said, so when is it coming out? And she says, yeah, that I was getting to that. So I was completely prepared to go and have surgery and just get this thing out of me. While I waited for surgery, I was on medication for a few months to stop all that bleeding. So I felt very sick and bloated. I named my uterus bulky because that's what it's called, a bulky uterus. And I counted down the days until she and I would part our ways. So at the pre-op appointment, the doctor warned me that they might have to do a total hysterectomy, you know, not just the fibroided uterus or whatever you call it. Um, but she's going to try to save as much as she can because, you know, ovaries are important for your health. Well, you can guess what happened. They got in there and it was a mess. It all had to go. I have a picture of it, but you don't want to see that. No one needs to see that. <laughs> so there I was, age 45 and dealing with hormonal issues. Hot flashes that I shouldn't have for several more years after that. But I do feel very fortunate to get bulky out of my body because I believe that she would have turned into cancer or something else. So I'm really proud of myself for acting quickly and thankful to my doctor for taking me seriously as well. So the moral of the story is that being healthy in old age begins earlier on in life. If something's off, it's important to go see your doctor sooner than later. If you've got lots of stress in your life or too many bad habits, those things are going to catch up with you. So it's important to look at your wellness and whether or not you're making it a priority like you should be.
or could be. I hear of a lot of people getting sick right after retirement, and they don't get to do the things that they plan to do. No one wants that. So if you're 45 or older, the time is now. It's important to learn about and practice wellness now, and then plan to continue with it as you age. I would love to hear from you. What are your fears about aging? What kind of issues have you dealt with in your life? I'd love to hear your story and your goals for healthy aging, your plans for retirement. Please email me at trina at trinachabot.com. T-R-E-E-N-A. I recently read an article from Dr. Kern A. Olson titled Pain and Aging. Dr. Olson emphasizes the need for a personalized plan for people to deal with pain in their later years because each individual has unique pain coping skills. This is startling. 60 to 75% of people over age 65 report having persistent pain, and that percentage increases with age, with women reporting it more than men. Pain is a problem in age, and... You know, I, I think that more research is being done to look at this, but we have to be thinking ahead on how we're going to avoid a situation like that. So Dr. Olson said that pain causes activity restrictions, sleep issues, and mood problems, and so suggests that each person needs an appropriate physical activity. So some people are maybe afraid of hurting themselves more if, they, if they're jogging, maybe walking is enough. If people are afraid of falling and breaking a hip, then maybe taking a water class is something that would be better in nice warm water. He says, I believe it's a he, but he says that activity is also important in keeping extra weight off because extra weight can lead to other problems, right, with mobility and with Uh, disease, and other health issues. He says that it's important to manage pain because it can prevent people from falling asleep and staying asleep. And we know that we need our sleep to be healthy too. Pain can also lead to depression. And with many older people coming from a generation where you don't talk about your emotions, that can mean that these people don't get the help that they need. So looking for those signs, um, pain also means that older people are on multiple prescriptions and possibly self-medicating with over-the-counter drugs or other things. Dr. Olson also suggests that relaxation therapy and social connections can be helpful for managing pain. So it's an interesting article because it reminds us to get into the habit of being active If we can keep the pain away, we will be much better off in old age. And then if we do have pain, it's important to be managing it. From a mind, body, and soul connection perspective, we conclude that a desire to live a great life when you are older, so that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it, is contingent on brain health, positive thinking, and a zest for life. It's having good physical health 
so you can be active and avoid illness and pain. Examine what you think about aging, how you physically feel, and what you hope to do to make the most of your later years. If you'd like to talk to someone about this, please visit trinashabot.com and book a healthy aging planning session. Thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to introduce you to some natural health products you probably have not heard of before. The company I'm with has an adaptogen antioxidant formula that is helping people with mental and physical stress. The benefits are numerous. We also have a nootropic coffee for enhancing and preserving brain function, including cognitive longevity, creativity, and focus. And we have a unique vitamin C product doing amazing things for people's immune systems. These are all important aspects for healthy aging, so please message me at trina at trinashavot.com to introduce yourself and get more information. I look forward to meeting you. Life is too short, so stay well. <laughs>